Second down and short here. Purdy has one-on-one. George Kittle, goodbye! (laughs) Heave ho and a touchdown! Welcome back to You Better You Bet, brought to you by BetMGM with Nick Costos and Ken Barkley on the BetQL Network. Uh, that was uh, Fox Sports courtesy Cole. That was one of those fun moments on Sunday when, like, I bet the 49ers in the game. So I'm like, oh, yeah, this is really great. Also, I was going against in, like, one of my favorite fantasy leagues, like uh, Brock Purdy, George Kittle stack. And I was like, could it have gone to somebody else or maybe just been, like, a long run, but, you know, by Christian McCaffrey to get this touchdown? It's just one of those where I'm like, oh, great. Oh, no. But also, oh, great, because I won my bet on the uh, on the 49ers against the the Jacksonville Jaguars. Uh, our pal Dallin Cuff's going to stop by in 20 minutes to kick off hour number three, talking college hoops. All our bets for tonight, power hour, final hour of the show. But for now, let's continue our handicap of week 11 in the National Football League. And Ken, we do that with an 11-point favorite. And that is the aforementioned San Francisco 49ers with Brock Purdy and George Kittle and company as they host. Like, honestly, like, I'm, I'm bummed that Tampa's record is what it is. I feel like it should be better and we should be like, we should be, you know, we talked about half-baked, um, you know, uh, contenders for comeback player yep. of the year. We are one like CJ Stroud, like incompletion away from this being like almost fully baked for Baker Mayfield. Fully Baker? Mm. Half Baker? Anyway, Half uh, Baker. it didn't happen. <laughs> Niners, an 11 point favorite against Tampa in San Francisco on Sunday or in Santa Clara or whatever. Total of the game is 41 and a half. Uh, Baker Mayfield reunites with his old buddy. Uh, he's not a, not his buddy. He hates him. Uh, Nick Bosa, pen, pencil, blood, or blank, Niners and Bucks. Just this, it feels so certain, doesn't it? Doesn't this feel like such a certainty? It doesn't mean it has to play out that way. The NFL can be uh, can be funny and surprising like that. Just that we we've seen this. Like I I've seen this game. I've seen it a couple times already this year, and it, it's when. It's when Tampa plays a team that's really good and is like dominant on both sides. And what happens in those games? They get obliterated statistically. And it doesn't mean they can't cover 11 or the game can't be close. I don't think the number is particularly crazy. It seems like about what I would make the game or at least close to it. And the Niners in these home games are just devastating in terms of what they do to teams. I mean, they really are like one of the great home teams like in the last couple of years in terms of how they play, especially honestly in some of the test games is when they've really run up the score like against Dallas. But like I've seen this like Tampa played Philadelphia on Monday Night Football in week three. Could not stop the run the entire game with DeAndre Swift. Got down big in the game. Lost 25-11 to 11 in a home game against the Eagles. They played the Lions out of their bye. And the Lions don't score a whole lot in the game. The Lions are also pretty injured in the game, for what it's worth. And the Lions completely stymie Baker Mayfield in the offense. The final score of the game is 20-6. to 6. And I don't think the Bills are a great team this year. But, I mean, like, that was a one-in-a-billion backdoor cover required to put the final margin on six. And the Bucks were outplayed statistically for a large part of that game. So, like, you look at those games and you tell me why you would ever click the button on Tampa at what I think is, like, a fair number. Like, it, like that they're going to outperform, like, an average rating in this game. I don't think – it's not that the Niners have to win by 14. They could win by 10. They could win by what Buffalo did. Just that it feels so certain. Like, I, I don't know how they show up with, like, a performance to, like, win – or short of like a, a Josh Allen turnover fest, like what we saw last night, short of that, 
I, I don't see a path to victory because I, I've watched this game three times. And in those three games, for zero minutes of the three games, except for maybe the Hail Mary that they threw at the end against Buffalo, except for those two seconds where it looked like they might catch the ball, except for that, the other three hours, <clears throat> excuse me, I never once felt like the Buccaneers had a chance to win the game. Never felt like it. And I feel like that's how I'm going to feel watching this game. Crazy stuff. Not tonight. Not tonight. Not on Sunday. Not on Sunday. Yeah, it's a... I don't even know. Do, is there anything that's even like worth adding here? I agree, hundred percent. Niners well, or nothing. Now, well, yeah. I guess that's that's the question, right? Is do you want to do you want to lay it with the Niners? I I kinda. might. Yeah. Kinda. Like I, I don't think I I'm just, getting like a break on the price. I mean, they just absolutely trucked Jacksonville. Like I don't think I'm getting a, a discount here, but maybe it doesn't matter. I ha, I think the final score of this game is like thirty to seven, San Francisco. Like Baker, Baker might not like make it through the like the entire game with the Niners' pass rush not being right. They're so excited about like Rashad White and getting him the ball more. It's like great. Here's here's Hargrave, they could just absolutely and, massacre and, them. And, and Chase so. Young and Eric Armstead right. and Ch- and uh, and Nick Bosa and Fred Warner. Like I, like they scored in the game, right? I mean, I just uh, maybe they like didn't score in all those three games. I that was seven. the common thread. Well, that, well, yeah, you, you, did give, you did give them a touchdown, but that was the common thread in those three games, too. It wasn't like the defense was able to hold for a bit against some of these teams like Philly, Detroit, especially Buffalo. Now, Buffalo's offense might be going broken. Maybe they heard they fired their offensive coordinator. Um, but like that was the common thread of the test games for Tampa. Couldn't score. Couldn't score, any, couldn't score anything in the game. Like maybe... Like, God, I'm trying to do the team total. I mean, it's going to be like, what, 14 and a half or something, probably. Like, it's, maybe it's maybe it's a little more than that. So 20. Eh, no, it's not. It's not a lot more than that. <laughs> it's like 16 and a half, maybe. Be the team total. Uh, is it just under? Like, is it just I, like they, they, they played no, three games like this. They haven't done this. Yeah. I think it's I think it's the Niners. I think I'm going to bet San Francisco. I, game. I haven't yet. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think this is like 27-7, something like that. San Francisco wins right. and the game goes under the total. I agree. Okay. It's really funny because sometimes we do like, okay, like, what's Tampa's path here? Like, if Tampa does, like, wins or covers, is, what does it correlate to? Right, Purdy's alarm like, clock doesn't go off? No, nothing. Yeah, yeah. Correct. Yeah. Like, they, they correlate, there's no correlation because they're right. never winning the game. It's just not happening. And probably not covering the spread either. And I could be wrong about that. But, yeah, Niners or nothing. I think, Ken, it's likely to be the 49ers, it sounds like, for both of us. You better you bet with Nick and Ken here on a Tuesday. College basketball coming up in about 10 minutes with Dallin Cuff. But for now, let's hit one more game coming up for Week 11. Maybe we'll get to two in this segment. Uh, Sean McVay, Rams head coach, announcing on Monday that Matthew Stafford is expected to start on Sunday for the Rams when they host the Seattle Seahawks. Seattle coming off the last second win over the Commanders this past Sunday. You will remember, and I definitely will, because I lost money on this game uh, yeah. back in week one when the Seahawks the Seahawks played the Rams, and it was the I can't wait to see how we lose game of the weekend. And uh, the answer to how we lost was Puka Nakua had about a, a billion yards receiving in the game, and the Rams absolutely dominated Seattle and won that game very easily. Now, the season hasn't turned out like that for these teams. Seattle 6-3, and three, the Rams are 3-6. and six. But I think, you know, with Matthew Stafford, now playing quarterback for the Rams and Cup and Nakua, et cetera, here. The Rams were a two-and-a-half-point dog in this game yesterday, Ken. They now sit as a one-point home favorite at BetMGM. Total of the game is 46. Pen, pencil, blood, or blank. Pick the winner of the game, basically, with the Rams and the Seahawks in Los Angeles. It's a really... So I feel like I've had a strong opinion about some games this week. This one, I don't I don't have a bet on the game yet. Um, I do think the market move that you bring up is interesting because you, when you think about the Rams and how this season has gone, three straight losses going into the bye. Obviously, the last one, Stafford doesn't start. They get 
killed in the game you would you would think like three straight losses by week playoff team coming to your place you would get a break on the price you'd get a good number like that everyone should hate this team they've lost three straight like they're not gonna make the playoffs but because of the quarterback injury and the uncertainty and now that he's back hasn't played out that way like it hasn't you know like you know for example like you could argue you got a break on the price on the niners last week because it just like it hadn't looked great and maybe and if they play again and the game's in four weeks niners will probably be more than a three-point favorite against jacksonville just guessing so yes you know even not based even on that one game but like the the rating that they can get to is better okay like that should be the case for the, like you should be getting a discount they've sucked for a long time <laughs> but stafford's playing and you're not you're not even getting close to a discount they're favored but yeah how can i bet the rams so, like, i can never bet the rams so it's a one it's a one-sided conversation for me in the game if the price is going to be this kind of like san francisco i don't know if i'm going to lay san francisco i'm definitely not betting tampa i don't know if i'm taking seattle but i'm definitely not betting the rams if this is the price the rams can win the game of course they can beat the team already. Of course they can win the game. Stafford's playing, but like, man, bad, bad price though. Like crazy price, honestly. And uh, and I, I, these are the kinds of teams you hope to get a discount on. You didn't get one here, so not bet the game. Maybe bet Seattle. Let's see what happens. I, I think I might lay the Rams. And acknowledging that oh, all the things no. you said about the price of the game are right. Yeah, just like I, I think Seattle's really, really, really dumb. And they may be like better and like more talented than the Rams. This iteration of the Rams, although with like with Cup and Stafford, I mean those could be like the the great equalizer here in this game with the healthy Puka Nakua also, and the Rams ostensibly healthier than they've been all season coming off coming off the bye. I I'm looking like to play against Seattle like when I can. Now I don't know, like to your point, like the game may happen and Seattle may win a close game and like the price may have been really bad that I potentially bet with the Rams. Just that like I I don't like this team. I bet the Commanders on Sunday. The Commanders like could have easily won the football game. I don't think Seattle is a particularly smart football team. Now, the Rams aren't a particularly talented football team either, so maybe Seattle just out-talents them and wins the game. Just like with Stafford back and like the full complement of weapons on offense. And and, and look, we, we also have to make sure the, the clean injury report. Like, expected yep. to start and definitely starting are two different things. Like, what if he doesn't practice on Wednesday? Or like he's limited on Wednesday and Thursday and Friday. Then we can have a conversation, Ken, on Sunday, like the Sunday conversation. And we get like more word on like what this is going to be for Stafford. But I think if we get to the end of the week, and this is like Stafford, good to go, practiced in full, cup, good to go, practiced in full, Nakua, practiced in full, Donald, practiced in full. I, I think I'm going to end up laying the Rams here basically just to win the game. And like, I'm like, you're right about the price. Also, I feel like I'm looking to play against Seattle where I can. And maybe I'm wrong, but that's kind of yeah. how I you, how I feel. You're really – it's funny how we uh, – over the course of the season, right, it's funny how we develop these – they're not biases because they can be – like it's not – like it's not a blind spot, I guess, but just like you develop opinions about it. Like I want to be against that. Like I like I, people who can't tell, how could you not tell? Like I want to be against the Saints almost every game. Like I want to be against them because I think they're dumb and I've been right a lot. It's actually probably the team I made the most money betting against all year uh, in totality for sure, especially including Sunday. And so you develop these opinions. I, a couple people messaged me one time, like uh, in a couple different weeks, like it seems like you always hate the Cowboys. Like you want to be against them. That one, I actually, I didn't even, I like didn't even put two and two. And I went back and I go, I guess I have been against them more than I've been on them. I guess that's true. Um, but like, you know, you, you get these teams where you just, you feel a certain way. I feel like we were really bullish on the Packers longer than we should have been maybe and thought that maybe they were going to turn it around and they didn't see you in Seattle have this really funny, really like you've, 
every week for two months, you've said they're dumb. Every week for two months, basically. Like, so before Halloween, you're on the air, basically. Being like, what a stupid team. I just, I feel like that's going to be you, and like this is the relationship you're going to have with them all year, maybe finding spots to play against them a lot. So, like, I, I bet the Bengals against them back on October 15th. Yep. Like, see, Cincinnati covered the spread. But like, Seattle honestly should have won that game. I bet them the next week against the Cardinals. They covered the spread. Should have probably, like, lost the game, honestly, if the Cardinals at that point were not so inept. Ba- they barely beat P.J. Walker and the Browns. Got blown up by the Ravens. And then, like, should have lost to the Commanders on Sunday. I think the Rams are a little smarter. I like the Rams coming up at the game on Sunday. Hour number three coming up next. More Week 11 in the National Football League. But we'll start at college basketball bets with Dallin Cuff from ESPN.